Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rescuers Radio Show, heard every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 and faithtalk1360.com. Please go to our website, rescuersradioshow.org, where you can hear all of the shows, and I think we're about 150 now. And about ready to have our third anniversary as well. But you can hear all the shows there. And uh, this is a listener-supported program. So if you're interested in that, there's a purple button on the website. That'll walk you through the whole process of doing that. So my guest today uh, is Cindy Humes. And I've only met Cindy once before. And it was at a a concert or something, right? Oh, it was a Christian concert. Yes, it was. And... um, and she is the CEO and director of the Deep Within Rehab Center. Now, before we uh, talk about your calling, mm-hmm. I would like for you to uh, help our audience uh, discover who you are. So uh, let, let's begin by uh, going through your, your life here. And how did you get to this point in your life? Well, I was um, born in New York, and my, um, my father was an alcoholic. And I remember just being a little girl and thinking, if somebody would help this man, I could have uh, sleepovers, birthday parties, and holidays that didn't end up in in chaos. And my mother moved to Arizona to get away from all of that chaos when I was about 13. I married my high school sweetheart. Um, He joined the military. He became an alcoholic. So it, it was just a continuous path of other people's addictions. Then um, we got divorced, and I met my husband, Lee, and um, he had a horrible addiction. And I thought, what a, what a waste. My whole life has revolved around other people's addictions right from birth. Wow. And then um, I'm in church, and I hear Jeremiah 29, 11, and I knew God had a plan. Um. And it was to take all of everything I'd been through and work with Lee to start this program where we try to help men get back on the right path that God has for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whether it's alcohol or drugs Absolutely. or whatever that is, <clears throat> you have a way to, to bring them in. Well, we're going to show we're gonna, them we're gonna, God. Yeah, let's do a deep dive. Uh, okay. Let's start off, though. Um, I need to put my glasses on. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go to um, the conversation of your mission, mm-hmm. uh, Deep Within 
rehab center, a rehabilitation center. Uh, how that how did that become reality for you? And uh, then we'll get into the name and all of that. But how did how did that come to you? Well, it really was my husband Lee. Um, it was his. He had a terrible addiction, um, and but he was such a good human being. He loved my kids. He loved the Lord. He was everything that you would dream of to have for a husband and a father of your children, except for that addiction. Mm. And I, I asked him, I said, what could you do? What would help you be able to stay sober? And he said, if I help other men. Oh. And that was the answer. That was his answer. Really? Mm-hmm. So that was it. He was the leader of the men, and I was just right there putting all my codependent enabling ways to work. And it and that was – we did it, you know, almost 20 years. It, you know, you want all of the men that come into our lives to to be successful. It doesn't always work that way, but, but we kept on trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So – and that, that – uh, brought him into sobriety. Yes, absolutely. Wow, mm-hmm. that's that's powerful stuff right there. Yes. So, um, um, how did the name come about? Well, Lee said that um, he knew that it was deep within each man's heart to do the right thing and become the men that God created them to be—to be the father and the leader of the family. They were just addicted to this horrible yes. thing that's pulling them down and back, and whichever yes. way, right? Absolutely. Wow. Mm-hmm. So we we all know that in our Christian walk that that uh, nothing about God is surface, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's very deep. Deep. And so that that makes sense, and uh, and to tie that to a rehab center. Now, is it is it a, a rehab center in the truest sense? W- what do you supply there? What what the what do you do? We are we are very different than any other rehab that yeah. you would find. Um, it's our family. It was um, it was Lee and I, and then our our kids. They helped us since the beginning. We are on two acres of land. We have seven buildings. We live on the property. Mm. And um, we have the kitchen. We provide three meals a day. We do not, the men are not able to go and apply for food stamps. We volunteer at food banks and we go to work. We are self-sufficient. So two acres of land, mm-hmm. and then uh, just so our audience knows, that's in Phoenix, in Phoenix, Arizona. It's in Peoria. In, in Peoria. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> which is a side city to Phoenix. <clears throat> and um, and there used to be a lot of farmland there, right? Yes. So you must be on some of that land. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you grew it from there. Mm-hmm. How in the heck did you get started? We got started. We um, Lee was really good at finding work because the idea that these are men. Yeah. So the idea is for them to graduate and us to have them employed. So when we go to work, we as a group, we do a lot of. Um, we do a lot of work in um, concession. We do Cardinal Stadium. We work at Cardinal Stadium as a nonprofit group. You worked at the Super Bowl. We sure worked at the wow. Super Bowl. Yes, we did good that day. So, and then, so we go to a, a job site and we work there, and that pays our bills. And then the men participate in that. When they graduate at six months, our goal is to have them employed in one of the places that we go to work to do our fundraising. That's always been the goal. And they're spattered around the mm-hmm. the area yes. of the valley? Yes. Um, very interesting. And 
so what what kind of goods do you did you do you offer when you're at at the stadium or wherever you are? Oh, we we uh, you go into the stand, you count your inventory, you cook the hot dogs, and you ah. sell them. And at the end, you count your inventory, you turn in the money, and we get a percentage of our sales. Good. and that comes directly to the program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. And 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 the person the the company bringing you in, like the Cardinals or. Some of the other stadiums and arenas, yes. I, I imagine you're, that you're there, there as well, right? That's right. So um, they're happy to have you, and, and you do good work. We, we do our best. Wow. So um, I, I just have a question about the rehab part, because when, when leaving addictions, yes. usually there's a time period of, of going dry and, and, and you know all of that part. Do you go through that with them? Because that's a special um, speciality, right? It, right. And depending on what their um, drug has been, yeah. we might have to take them to the hospital right. and detox them. Yes. And depending on how long they maybe have been out on the street. We take men that come from prison. We take men off the street. Nice. You know, just word of mouth, the Peoria police know to bring um, homeless men to us. So it, depending on we, – we do not uh, – house sex offenders uh that's that's the only thing because we want to make the yeah, best choices right, for everyone right. and that just has been the so way you do a background right. check we do okay we do. Mm-hmm. and there's nothing um that wouldn't give anyone the opportunity it's about them participating with yeah. us mm-hmm. and nice. then we we um provide the three meals a day we pr- have you know clothing for them and hygiene all new and there's only one or two men per room we don't overcrowd and we don't charge insurance and we don't charge the state and we don't charge the men they're just going to go to work with wow. us and do what we do and we do a lot of volunteer work at uh, food banks yeah so they're going to participate at their ability yeah and then you start watching them physically be able to do more mentally be able to do more. We have um, Bible study. We have meetings. We have group counseling. We try to get them sponsors, and and we go to church. Go and to there's church. There's the answer. Yeah. yeah, and you do that right on campus. Yes, we do. So um, so there must be a lot of volunteers that come in. At, we, have, we have some with, really with, good volunteers. Yeah. We do. Yes, come in and, you know, mentor the men, give the classes, do the Bible studies. Yeah. That type of thing. And they supply what's needed. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether it's mentally or, or yes. physically or whatever that whatever that happens to be, you have a a, a, a neat uh, uh, saying: extending a helping hand. Yes. And that's exactly what you're designed to do, right? Absolutely, a hand up, not a hand out. Yeah. Yeah. These are men, and and men need to learn how to not. We don't enable. Mm-hmm. We try to empower these men to yeah. believe in themselves again and and trust themselves and realize just how strong they actually are because they don't need to be beaten down anymore. They're continuously, they're already dealing they're with already that themselves. They're already there, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so you, you, gosh, you're multifaceted in what you do, mm-hmm. and you must have taken a really deep breath when you, this fell into your lap, right? To carry this forward. Yes. To, um, you know, losing Lee to COVID was, you know, he, we were together 24 hours a day. We did. Was that during the the pandemic? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Right. It was right at the very beginning of COVID. Um, We're coming on three years um, this year. 
it'll be three years. And he was the, the strength, and he was so much fun, and he, I learned a lot from that man. Yeah. 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 So you don't find them jobs. They find their own, own jobs. No, we you will. find them work. We will find okay. them work. We will. Anywhere we go to work, we'll hire our men when they finish the program. Yeah. If they, get, they can get a job, but then as soon as the first paycheck comes, you can't disappear with the first paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. It has to last longer than that. You need some stability. A man with 20 years um, addiction isn't going to get sober in right. two weeks. That's right. Period. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's, a, there's a big learning curve that they're walking into as well. Yes. But, 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 it's, but it's a trustworthy walk. They know, they know what they're walking into. You must have a, a, a startup video or something that welcomes them, right? Well, we sit down and we talk so yes. that they know what to expect. Yep. You know, I don't know them. They don't know yeah. me. There's... And, yeah, there's a lot of trust that goes into that. Yeah. And it takes a while sometimes to build up trust with the, each individual. So for our audience, if you're late getting into uh, the Rescuers radio show this uh, episode, uh, my guest is uh, Cindy Hume, CEO and director of the Deep Within Rehab Center here in the Valley. And, uh, and we're in the middle of that conversation right now. So... Um, Wow, such material you had to have ready. You, you got to be on the ready for when they arrive. Yes, and and that by itself is quite a uh, mm-hmm. an occupation for you, right? Right. But a servant, it's all servanthood <clears throat> for you too. But uh, maybe mostly because <laughs> right. you don't, you're not alone in this, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, with Christ and right. and and so um, and and I don't I, I don't think there's anything like this. Other than yours, right? There's not. There's a lot of rehab centers. There's a lot of people that are dealing with homelessness. There's a lot of people doing great things. Yes, but not quite the same. No, I feel like I feel like deep within is um, just basic. This is your home. You know, you this is your home, and this is how you treat your home. And we get up in the morning, and we make our bed, and we do our hygiene. And I make a schedule. That's what Lee used to do, make a schedule on what time wake-up is. And now you're going to clean up your area. You're going to do your hygiene, go in and have breakfast. Mm -hmm. So there is no paid staff except for myself and my oldest daughter, Tricia. And she's the one on the computer all the time, and I'm the one chasing around after the men all day. So (laughs) we we do pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how many – Men, do you have on an average we basis? We have thirty-four beds on the property. Okay. When we first started, we had sixty beds. But Lee and I were younger, and it, when we thought we could save the world, <laughs> and then we thought sixty is not really a number where you get to know <clears throat> each individual yeah. personally. And it, it's not just sixty men. There's sixty men plus their moms or their wives and their kids and POs and maybe courts. So there's a lot that goes into it. It's not just the man in front of you. <clears throat> so they're experiencing a, a new reality for them. Oh, yes. It's not just a, uh, here we are again, they're dumping us off, off into this place. Mm-hmm. We know nothing about them, but here we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have to cross that bridge with them. Yes. Yes. Because yeah. I would think that would be a huge wall right there. Yeah. We have so many young men right now that went through foster care and so many um, men that 
were in prison for long periods of time. I I have a 29-year-old right now who went to prison from when he was 16 until he was 27. Wow. That's a whole different – you're not telling him to act right because he's hasn't, he hasn't even seen what we're talking yeah. about. So it's a new world yes. for them, and, and, and you have a way of presenting that to them. Mm-hmm. That's just awesome. And uh, you, you have a few uh, scriptures that, that this rides on. What, yeah. what are they? Well, definitely my Jeremiah twenty nine yeah. eleven is what changed my life. And that's what I believe can help every one of the men is to know that God has a plan for their life. Because our, our plans, our own plans tend to get us in a, in a mess sometimes. <laughs> Always. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. If, uh, if we just want to make, make God scratch his head or something and make up our own plan, right? right and right. he'll say, really? What is she doing again? <laughs> She's yeah. doing that again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. But fortunately, in his own way, he brings us around and, and say, I want you on this path. Right. Right. Um, the, the radio, this Rescuers radio show was birthed about the same time, oh. May 1st of 2020. And we're coming up on our third anniversary. Okay. And through that, through that area of that time of pandemic, I, I, I would say, God, <laughs> what are we doing here? Because yes. everything's shutting down. Uh, we didn't miss one show that year. Mm-hmm. No surprise, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and we had guests that if they were a little apprehensive of coming in, it was it was only Jeremy and me and nobody else in this building, right. and um, and we gave them uh, uh, Zoom was just arriving as well, right. and it wasn't as good of quality as it is now, but so we gave them a choice in studio or Zoom, and the majority of them wanted to come in the studio. Yes, they didn't want to hide from no, the, you know the the pandemic and. And and um, and and we were careful with the where we are here. Yes. You know, we always made it sanitary and so forth as much as we could. So um, um, that's kind of interesting, an interesting timeline for the two of us. Right. 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 Yeah. So. Um, uh, gosh, anything off the wall that, that we haven't talked about that you need to get across? Well, I really, really believe that. Enabling people, adults, you know, I'm not, this is not foster care. These are grown adult men right. who have made choices that need another chance. And then they have to see what the, where their choices are leading them. And there are consequences to choices. It's, and there are um, opportunities that are being set in front of them, and they have to take these opportunities. Mm-hmm. And they have to believe they have to know God. Like that is the only way I got through. That's the only way my family got through losing Lee. And, uh, you know, during during that time, Lee was diagnosed on April 1st with COVID. He went in, they, he was intubated. So I had a few of the men, especially younger, a couple of younger men that kind of watched and knew for those 59 days until um, he passed, that I was just praying for mm. Lee to come home and be healed. Yeah. So now he, God's taken him, and they were looking. And I had one that was brave enough to say, what about God? You said God was going to take care of this. Well, he did. I prayed for Lee to be healed from COVID. Lee was healed from everything. Yeah. 
from his diabetes, his high blood pressure, mm. his addiction, yeah. all of it, his bad uh, shoulder from playing football in high school, all of it. He was healed. Really? And all of it. And and I wanted him to come home. We don't own our property. It's a two-acre piece of brown dirt that we don't own. We live in a double-wide trailer. I still live there with my two youngest children. Um, and God took him home to glory. He's up there in a beautiful uh, place. So it's a family-established, yes. family-run. Yes. Uh, all the all the time. All the time. And um, what, if I may ask, what was your worst nightmare when you started this? I, I, let me ask it differently. Yes. Are, 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 are these all uh, former prisoners or, or is it a mixed bag? You get people yes. that just want, I'm tired of this addiction. I need help. Yes. I'm coming to you. Yes. So there's two pieces or more yes. to that puzzle, right? We've we've had many men um, come from prison um, with some very serious crimes, besides sex offenses, and um, and then we have people that just come off the street, or they heard about us, or they called information and got our number, and and it's that. And some men are there on their last chance before going to prison, or going back to prison. So we do have a, a mixture and a mixture of ages. Yeah. Addiction does not, um, addiction is not biased. Those are mixed rooms of ages and races and backgrounds. And they're all serious yes. about, about I'm time. I'm, I need to get out of this. <clears throat> Maybe they've tried something two or three times before. Right. So the, I don't know if that helps or hinders your process. Well, when they, a lot of times they're very serious in that moment, but they still haven't um, really surrendered completely to God. Yeah. And you can see that. You can see it. They are sitting there in the meeting the night before. We have Bible <laughs> studies, and we have meetings every night, AA meetings and um, Bible studies every night, and the group counseling. And you think, okay, he's really getting this. <laughs> and the next day he's gone. You're like, where did he go? But whatever it is that came up and his addiction calling his name and then relationships that are not always healthy that's yeah that's right. always a hindrance right falling back with the old guys yes, right yes yes the old gang or the old girls yeah, yeah or Sometimes girls yeah yeah, yeah 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 or they say why are you doing this yes and and, and they may be non-believers absolutely yeah absolutely so um you you those are hurdles that to i'm sure you've found a way, <laughs> not around them, but how to hit, hit them square in the face. And you right? have to do that. Yeah. You do. You, have, yeah. there's, you can't just tippy-toe. Yeah. Ali used to say, you know, you um, go to church to save your soul and you come to, you would go to Lee's meetings to save your behind. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> life a, on life terms. That's a good motto. Yes. So, um, so, and these are men from uh, uh, from the Arizona correction facilities, mm-hmm. or even uh, the sh- sheriff's jail yes. in, in Maricopa County, right? So they can come from any direction. Yes. Um, and they're all adults. Yes. And I, I, um, and you 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 can house all of them. Yes. As well as feed them. Yes. And the faith part you've got covered. <laughs> I believe that, yes. I, and, I, I, and I really believe that, uh, that God is honoring 
your prayer. Yes. Uh, because and, and Lee, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's the real covenant here, right? Yes. That, that's the that's the uh, wow. So, um, I, if if our audience has a question right now, how do we how do we contact you? How do we find we we have somebody that's really in trouble in our family or people that we know, mm-hmm. and they've tried this and they've tried this. And they keep coming back to the addiction. How do you, how can they find you? We do have a website and it has our address and anyone is welcome to stop by any time, at any time. We will walk you through, you know, we have open doors. There's nothing, you can come and see our kitchen. I do a lot of the cooking. Uh, That used to be my main (laughs) thing, but now that I have to do a little bit of Lee's coverage also, um, I kind of share that. And like I said, we don't have paid staff. So we have um, one man that's been there with us for 11 years, Albert. He does all the men's laundry. And David helps with the kitchen, uh, cooking in the kitchen. So it's about them learning to stand on their own two feet. So you must have a uh, partnership with some of the the, uh, fun – uh, the food. Yes, we we have had a relationship with the like Midwest one or yep. or yeah, Midwest is yeah. a good food yeah. bank. Yes, we do, and yeah. the Tolleson Food Bank. We've been a part of that since the very beginning. Wow, well we're we're in our last minute right okay. now, but uh, to sum this thing up, how can they contact you again? They uh, you have a website. We have a website, which is and we have a Facebook. Okay, it's it's the Deep Within Rehab. Okay, and we have we also have Facebook, and we're actually having a little barbecue this Saturday. And come out and <laughs> visit us then. Yes. Uh huh. And your location, physical one one seven seven three North Ninety First Avenue in Peoria. So that address and your website are yes. are the most critical, right? Yes. Well, I'll tell you what, Cindy Humes and Deep Within Rehab, you are rescuers. Thank you. God bless, and thanks for being on the show today. Thank you. Rescuers, Thursdays at 5.30 Arizona time on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM.